Let's talk some more big picture with Ed Clissel, Chief U.S. Strategist at Ned Davis Research, uh, joining us here on the phone today. Ed, last time you were here, you were telling us about how the sentiment had gotten such extreme negative that maybe we'd see some stabilization. We've gotten some of that here. We're not totally falling apart. What do you make of the recent action in the market? Yeah, so when I, you know, we got a little space between what, what happened the last couple of weeks, and I looked at it, and you know, I don't want to paint an entirely rosy picture here by by by, by any means, but it, it there were some there were some good signs when when you look and you think of it in the context of a retest of the June lows. So one thing people focus on say, oh well, you know, the Dow, the S and P, they 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 closed below where they were in June. Actually, a lot of times on retests, you do break the lows, but by, not by much. And, and so if it's by, say, 3-4%, which is right around where they were, that's actually normal. The other thing you want to see is the market breadth, you know, percentage of stocks above their moving averages. You want those to be not as low. Percentage of stocks making new lows, you want them to be not as high as what they were um, in the first half of the year. And looking at those, the vast majority of, of them held. There, there's one exception, percentage of stocks at one-month lows. That got more extreme in, in September, but um, the other ones didn't. So the, these are actually you know, signs of a retest that, that are doing okay. Um, not, not everything, like like seven sectors out of 11 made new lows. That's not great. Um, we had five straight days of declining volume being five times advancing volume. That's not great. So, again, I don't want to paint this entirely, you know, bullish picture, but I think that, that maybe there's a narrative out there that this was a complete disaster, and, and it wasn't. And, you know, it could it could be setting up the case for you know, for a bull rally, um, at some point in the fourth quarter. Your sentiment pull got to a level uh, that was uh, the worst since 2020 during the COVID crash. It's kind of how we had the best two-day rally since the COVID crash. Uh, so that context, I think, is kind of interesting. Yeah, and, and so what you want to see on a retest is actually more pessimism, which is what our sentiment composite was showing, that that it, it actually got worse than what it was earlier in the year, you know, when Russia invaded Ukraine. So that, that gives you some perspective on on how negative um, so many people um, have gotten. Um, now, you know, each cycle's extreme is, is different, right? And so you want to see it reverse um, before you can kind of get the all clear si uh, signal from sentiment. And, you know, that hasn't really, really happened yet. So, you know, investors haven't started climbing the wall of worry. They're, they're at the bottom of the, of the wall looking up and going, I don't know if I, don't know if I can make the climb. Um, but, uh, but, you know, the, the, the fuel is there. Um, we just need a spark of some kind. Um, for, and because the sentiment's so pervasive, Oliver, maybe the rally could be bigger than what some would, would have expected. Uh, because everybody's on one side of the trade. How far does a lopsided sentiment rally get? How far does a overextended bearish trend reverse in this type of situation with earnings around the corner that we do expect deterioration for, correct? How far can we go based on the fundamentals on the corporate bottom line, according to what you see, Ed? Yeah, so I think what we saw from 
June to August was, I mean, pretty much the upper end of what you could call, you know, a bear market rally before you start saying maybe this is something better. So you want to see the technicals um, in terms of like, not, not like percentage of stocks, but the 10-day moving average short term. You want to see something like percentage of stocks, but their 50-day moving averages get very high, um, which we didn't quite get there in August. But you're absolutely right on the fundamentals. Um, you know, the earnings slowdown has started. It probably has a ways to go. There's very little reason to think that uh, profit margins are going to be any better in the second half than the first half. If anything, they're, they're going to be worse. And so the earnings revisions probably have further to go. And the math kind of dictates that it's probably going to continue into the second quarter of next year just because the, the compar- comparisons year over year are going to remain tough. And so that's kind of the big picture headwind. And, you know, and that, that's what the, the long-term trend of the market is, is probably going to reflect. Okay. Uh, where does the strength come from? Where does the weakness come from, Earnings Ed? Can you give us an idea of the dynamics you see sector-wise for this season? Um, yeah, so I think we want to be focused on the on the really cyclical sectors. They're going to give us a signal on how bad things are going to get for the economy. So if you know industrials and material sectors really are doing poorly, and the more defensive sectors are holding up, that's that's a sign that that maybe. Um, you know, maybe it's not great news for, for the economy. But an area of, it's interesting, though, is small caps think normally, you know, they, they wouldn't be do, doing very well, but actually they've been holding up pretty well over the last few months. And in fact, um, it really in, in September, the Russell 2000 versus the Russell 1000, that relative performance was well above what it was in in the first half of the year. So if you want to say, all right, I'm going to take a part of my portfolio and, and make a little bit of an aggressive bet uh, on the market, small caps would be an interesting place to take a look. Okay. I like that. Uh, they also held their summer low when all the other indexes were breaking through. So I guess they've demonstrated some of that a little bit already. Um, Ed, when you look at the relationship between stocks to bonds here, can we get uh, an earnings surprise strong enough to propel the market, even if rates don't play along? Is there any possibility we could get higher rates and higher stock prices at this juncture? Well, I think it's the pace of the rate increase that really matters. You know, and, and I think that's why, why the market got hit so hard the last couple months is, is that you know, bond yields just broke out so much to the upside. If it's kind of a... Uh, meandering higher, you know, maybe you, you could you could make the case that the, the market can digest that. But when it comes to interest rates in the stock market, two words: speed matters. Okay, yeah, it does. The last couple of days, your equity has been trying to hold on. Uh, what's the trajectory you see? Is there a hope that this thing could move more slowly? Do you have to have a strong view about the Fed's? process from here to hold those other stock views of optimism that you told us about? Yeah, I I think there needs to be some sort of expectation that inflation is going to be coming down enough to say that, you know, maybe bond yields have have done most of the work to the upside. That would be um, what would be needed. Um, and uh, I think the jobs report tomorrow obviously is a is a big number to watch um, for for the, the next next data point. But um, you know, the last CPI report was very telling. 
with you know, the headline number came down, but a lot of the other, uh, you know, the, the, the core, the median, the trimmed mean, all these other things that get at what the underlying inflation trend, you know, didn't show an improvement. Well, that's the stuff we're gonna we're gonna need to see, and and so there's there's a lot of catalysts here that that need to come through for this to be more than a bear market bounce. Um, there's a lot lot that the bulls have to prove. Got it. Uh, and you demand. Glad we got you. As always, great contribution. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, Ed Klesel, Chief U.S. Strategist, Ned Davis Research.